G'day everyone, Namu here. Look, we were just going through some of the old files and Adzi and I realised that we'd missed out on some of the better stories from the Richie Myers interview that Adzi did. We uh, were both sort of tasked with editing that one up and probably both made a bit of a meal of it. So, with that in mind, here is the Missing Richie Myers tapes. Barreled Surf Podcast. Barreled Surf Podcast. Barreled Surf Podcast. Barreled Surf Podcast. Barrel Surf Podcast. Yeehaw! Spent a lot of time in Mexico, which is dangerous. Um, you did some runs to Africa, which can be dangerous as yeah. well. Um, I mean, you've probably travelled all around the world, but... Um, Mate, tell us uh, a bit about. Uh, I got something about uh, getting chased by an elephant <laughs> in Africa. What, what, oh, yeah. what happened there? So well, you obviously. W- when did you go to Africa to start I did, with? Uh, eighty four and eighty five. We did a windsurfing thing. Yeah, were um, you chasing J Bay or something as no, well? No, no, no. It was opposite J Bay time. It was windsurfing down in the Cape, and there's big winds, but not the winter time J Bay thing. So totally not to do with surfing at all. Okay. It yep. was a professional windsurfing thing. So we did that the first year. Um, I went. With Craig Gester and Randy Nash, and that was pretty fun, and met a lot of cool people and hot chicks and all that stuff. Yeah. And then the next year, we got invited back again, and because the reason I did it was more the adventure, not so much for the professional windsurfingness of it. Element, yeah. Um, I just thought that was a chance to go see the world um, and get, a, like, I, I'd go there, I wouldn't go what they tried to show me their tour and, and, and things. I, I kind of went off the track and where we were not supposed to go white people yep. and check out what's really going on. And so Craig and, and then Brett Nickel and I kind of were the, um, the black, the, you know, the black part of the windsurfing thing, but we wanted to do our own thing and, and we wanted to learn the real truth. And, um, you know, so all, all the black people kind of really dug us cause we we're kind of anti-apartheid stuff. And, we, yep. we didn't want to go for the bullshit. And we didn't really do that great in the windsurfing contest. Okay. But but it got us there. So we used that as a tool to explore Africa and meet people and, and, and do what we really want to do was, was look at animals and the wildlife. Yeah, so see. as we did all that, we got hooked up and went to Kruger National, well, Kruger National Park, which is a wildlife park. Yep, massive game reserve. Yeah, ga- game reserve. And um, they were having... Mozambique were having a, you know, their revolution thing. So a lot of people trying to, refugees escaping through, they were eaten by lions and things. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's a, big, it's a big area. So we went there. Um, we got a, and we, you know, we're kind of stupid. But, <laughs> but we, we had this rental car that gave it's us for free. Yeah. But we're, you know, they go, don't do this, don't do that. But we're just, just you know, we're the first idiots you know like uh, jackasses i guess i hate to say that word but it, we were yeah um so but we wanted to really get close to the animals so we had this the sponsors gte golf gave us this brand new car yeah um they go okay you guys well that's your, we're sponsoring you because that's the, the whole thing so you go take this up there and and we go okay we weren't very good to them because so we went in and we wanted to get close to animals. How do we do that? We go outside of the thing and we put mud all over our car and, 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 and plants and leaves all over it and just, you know, 
just fuck without it. What, why did he do that? So we get camouflaged. So we oh, go, camouflage, when we get right. in the park, we get close to the animals. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. And you're not supposed to get out of your car. You're supposed to drive through like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. So we did all that kind of stuff. And then we go, there's no animals in here, man. Like, yeah. Oh, there's a turtle. So we found a turtle and a tortoise. We, all right, we throw him in. He's our mascot. And we had a case of wine. <laughs> and we're just fucked up. And we hit. We, yeah, we broke every rim in the, in the tires. And we were just total, complete morons. But we're getting close to animals. And we'd run it. We'd get out of our car. And we, you know, there could be... I don't know. I don't know why we weren't eating. We were too stupid. Yeah. But we're chasing animals. And we had these little tiny bow and arrows pretending we're shooting <laughs> these antelope. Cape buffalo. They're looking at the... And we going, okay, okay. And then it was really was, hot. And was someone to, filming it or... No, we just took some pictures ourselves. Oh, okay. And um, I have some pictures. So, and there'd be these giant elephant turds. Like, you know, like a hundred and... You know, it's like, like, let's say 45 degrees Celsius. Yeah. And, and the, the, the actual bitumen's melting. Yeah. And these turds were just steaming. Right. So we just, just jammed through. There's nobody around. Yeah. So we jammed in, pulling the e brake and do 360s through these elephant turds. <laughs> Complete idiots. And, um, and we're, but we're having fun because there's three, you know, the three. Yeah. Young you know, thrill seekers. Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the game and, and, reserve and of Africa with a new car. Deal and, and, um, yeah. And, um, and everybody said, whatever, whatever you do, you know, just don't get out of your car. So sure, sure enough, we get out of the car. And there's a big billabong there. And, and um, there's a big billabong there. And I remember, I was going, well, that's kind of, I don't know if we should be doing this. Yeah. And then Brett and Craig went over there. And Craig starts sitting down. He's throwing rocks at the hippos. And I go, oh, shit. And I'm sitting between Craig and Brett. And Brett, you know, uh, yeah, Craig's closest. I don't think we should be doing this. I don't think we should be doing this. But I started taking pictures, and I was probably the most weary of it. We go, Ooh. and then we finally go, ah, well. So we come back to the car. Right as we get to the car, we pull out a, you know, another case of wine, and the ranger comes <laughs> up. And if he would have saw what we did just then, yeah. But luckily, we buy the car. He goes, you freaking, what the hell are you doing? What are all these branches and things on your car? Oh, we're trying to get close to animals. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> You're gonna oh you you got oh that's it and he rests us and he takes us to this ranger station in the middle of the park yeah and he just makes us rip off all our plants and things he goes do you okay get out of here and but it's a big park so we go okay okay we won't do it again so we kept going and he he's in one part of the park it's like you know Bustleton Shire area yeah so he's not gonna know what we're doing over there no that's so right it's huge Woo, more elephants. <laughs> and then I forgot totally what he said. And we're going to spend, there's a, there's a oh, safe man. place in the middle of the park where you could, you know, um, rent a little place to stay in that's safe from wild animals. So we did that. And then, oh, there's a wild animal. Well, look at that other thing. Woo. And then we, so we totally forgot what the ranger said. And we went out and there was a little elephant and he's eating a bush. And then Craig and Brett were there and I'm taking a picture of them. And I'm going, Hey, where's the car? We've got to put it on the e-brake. Oh, no. It's rolling down the hill. <laughs> and then the elephant's going, ah! And they're chasing us. And we're going, oh, my God, oh, my God. And we're running down the hill with the camera, and the elephant's chasing us, the little one. The little and one, And we go, yeah. oh, my God, we'll never, we're so stupid. We'll never do that again. We're just a bunch of idiots, aren't we? And we go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we are. And so we're talking to each other how stupid we are. Yeah. Never, ever, you know, let's quit egging each other on. Yeah. And, you know, after, you know, we're chasing the car freaking, it's like Benny Hill. <laughs> we get in there and we go, oh, and we go, okay, where was this place? This place about an hour later. We get bored. Wow, 
Look at that elephant. That's the biggest freaking thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So <laughs> Brett goes, I'll stay in the car this time. Okay. So I get out of the car and Craig and me go out. And so I go up and I got a stick and I'm, there's the biggest elephant you've ever seen. And big so mile oh, African oh. elephant. And I went like this with the stick and he's eating a tree. I go, I tickle his little. You walked up to him? Yeah. I, went, oh, I, 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 I just stick, I stuck a little stick up his ass. Hey, his ass? Well, yeah, I just well, I tickled it. You know? oh, I, went, I, I thought you were trying to give it to him to eat. No, no. He was eating the trees. <laughs> I'm down here, and he's where... And I went, I go, he, goes, he went, Bruh! and I go, oh, no. <laughs> we're in big... And then mania. I, I just remember Craig and I just go... Now you go... Now you go, I'm... Because you can feel the... the earth. G'day, everyone. Now we're here... Look, we were just going through some of the old files and Adzi and I realised that we'd missed out on some of the better stories from the Richie Myers interview that Adzi did. We uh, were both sort of tasked with editing that one up and probably both made a bit of a meal of it. So, with that in mind, here is the missing Richie Myers tapes. Barrel Surf Podcast. 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 Surf podcast. Dangerous. Uh, you did some runs to Africa, which can be dangerous as yeah. well. Um, I mean, you've probably travelled all around the world, but um, mate, tell us uh, a bit about. Uh, I got something about uh, getting chased by an elephant <laughs> in Africa. What, what, oh, yeah. what happened there? So well, you obviously. W- when did you go to Africa to start I did, with? Uh, Eighty four and eighty five. We did a windsurfing thing. Yeah, were um, you chasing J Bay or something as no, well? No, no, no. It was opposite J Bay time. It was windsurfing down in the Cape, and there's big winds, but not. The wintertime JB thing, so totally not to do with surfing at all. Okay, yep. it was a professional windsurfing thing. So we did that the first year. Um, I went with Craig Gester and Randy Nash, and that was pretty fun. And met a lot of cool people and hot chicks and all that stuff. Yeah. And the next year we got invited back again, and because the reason I did it was more the adventure, not so much for the professional windsurfingness of it. Element. Yep. Um, I just thought that was a chance to go see the world um and get a, like I, i'd go there i wouldn't go what they tried to show me their tour and and, and things i, I kind of went off the track and where we're not supposed to go white people yeah and check out what's really going on and so craig and and then brett nickel and i kind of were the um the black the, you know the black part of the windsurfing thing but we wanted to do our own thing and, and we wanted to learn the real truth. And, um, you know, so all, all the black people kind of really dug us because we we're kind of anti-apartheid stuff. And we, yep. we didn't want to go for the bullshit. And we didn't really do that great in the windsurfing contest. Oh, yeah. But, but it got us there. So we used that as a tool to explore Africa and meet people and, and, and do what we really want to do was, was look at animals and the wildlife. Yeah. So see. as we did all that, we got hooked up and went to Kruger National... Kruger National Park, which is a wildlife park. Yep, massive game reserve. Yeah, ga- game reserve. And um, they're having, Mozambique were having a, you know, their revolution thing. So a lot of people trying to, refugees escaping through, they were eaten by lions and things. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's a big, it's a big area. So we went there, um, we got a, and we, you know, we're kind of stupid. 
<laughs> but we, we had this rental car that gave That's us for free. Yeah. But, we, you know, they go, don't do this, don't do that. But we were just, just you know, we were the first idiots, you know, like uh, jackasses, I guess. I hate to say that word, but we were. Yeah. Um, so, but we wanted to really get close to the animals. So we had this, the sponsors, GTE Golf, gave us this brand new car. Yeah. Um, they go, okay, you guys. Well, that's your, we're sponsoring you because that's the whole thing. So you go take this up there, and, and we go okay. We weren't very good to them because so we went in and we wanted to get close to animals. How we do that? We go outside of the thing and we put mud all over our car and and and, and plants and leaves all over it and we just you know just fuck it up. What? Why did he do that? So we get camouflage. So we oh, camouflage. When we get in the park, we get close to animals. <laughs> oh right, okay. And you're not supposed to get out of your car. You're supposed to drive through like hey, hey, hey. yeah, yeah. So we did all that kind of stuff and then. Going, there's no animals in here, man. Yeah. Oh, there's a turtle. So we found a turtle and a tourist. We, uh, we throw him in. He's our mascot. And we had a case of wine. <laughs> and we're just fucked up. And we'd hit, we hit. You know, we broke every rim in the, in the tires. And we were just total, complete morons. But we're getting close to animals. And we'd run it. We'd get out of our car. And, you know, there could be, I don't know. I don't know why we weren't eating. We were too stupid. Yeah. But we're chasing animals. And we had these Little tiny bow and arrows pretending we're shooting these <laughs> antelope. Cape buffalo, they're looking at the And we go, okay, okay. And then it was really was, hot. And was someone we, filming it or? No, we just took some pictures ourselves. Oh, okay. And um, I have some pictures. So, and there'd be these giant elephant turds, like, you know, like 100 and, you know, it's like, like, let's say 45 degrees Celsius. Yeah. And, and the, the, the actual bitumen's melting. Yeah. These turds were just steaming. Right. So we just just jam through. There's nobody around. Yeah. So we jam in and pull on the e-brake and do 360 through these elephant herds. <laughs> Complete idiots. And um, and we're but we're having fun because there's three, you know, the three, yeah, young you know, thrill seekers. Yeah, yeah. In the, in the game and, and, reserve and we're of just Africa with a new car. Deal and, and um, yeah. And um, and everybody said whatever, whatever you do, you know, just don't get out of your car. So, sure, sure enough, we get out of the car and there's a big billabong there and and um. There's a big bit on there, and I remember I was going, Well, that's kind of, I don't know if we should be doing this. Yeah. And then Brett and Craig went over there, and Craig starts sitting down, he's throwing rocks at the hippos. I go, Oh, shit. Maybe, and I'm sitting between Craig and Brett, and Brett, you know, uh, yeah, Craig's closest. Going, I don't think we should be doing this. I don't think we should be doing this. But uh, so I started taking pictures, and I was probably the most weary of it. We go, Ooh. And then we finally go, Ah, oh, well. So, we come back to the car. Right as we get to the car, we pull down a, you know, another case of wine, and the ranger <laughs> comes up. And if he would have saw what we did just then, yeah. But luckily, we buy the car. He goes, "You freaking! What the hell are you doing? What are all these branches and things on your car? Oh, we're trying to get close to animals. <laughs> you fucking idiot! You're gonna oh, you, you guys, oh, that's it. And he arrests us. And he takes us to this ranger station in the middle of the park. Yeah. And he just makes us rip off all our plants and things. He goes, "Do you okay?" Get out of here! And but it's a big park, so we go. Okay, okay, we won't do it again. So we kept going, and he he's in one part of the park. It's like you know, Bustleton Shire area. Yeah, so he's not gonna know what we're doing over there. No, that's so right. It's huge. Woo, more elephants! And then we got to tell him what he said. And we're gonna spend. There's a there's a oh, safe man. place in the middle of the park where you could, you know, um, rent a little place to stay in that's safe from wild animals. So we did that. And then, oh, there's a wild animal! Well, look at that elephant! Woo! And then. We, so we totally forgot what the ranger said, and we went out, and there's a little elephant, and he's eating a bush, and then 
Craig and Brett were there, and I'm taking a picture of them. And I'm going, hey, where's the car? We've got to put it on the e-brake. Oh, no. It's rolling down the hill. <laughs> and then the elephant's going, ah! They're chasing us. I'm going, oh, my God, oh, my God. And we're running down the hill with the camera, and the elephant's chasing us, the little one. The little and one, And we go, yeah. oh, my God, we'll never, we're so stupid. We'll never do that again. We're just a bunch of idiots, aren't we? And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we are. And so we're talking to each other how stupid we are. Yeah. Never, ever, you know, let's quit egging each other on. Yeah. And, you know, after, you know, we're chasing the car. It's like Benny Hill. <laughs> we get in there and we go, oh, and we go, okay, where was this place? This place about an hour later. We get bored. Wow. Look at that elephant. That's the biggest freaking thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So Brett goes, I'll stay in the car this time. Craig, so I get out of the car and Craig and me go out. And so I go up and I got a stick and I'm, there's the biggest elephant you've ever seen. And Big go, mile I, oh, African oh. elephant. And I went like this with a stick and he's eating a tree. I go, I tickle his little. You walked up to him? Yeah. I, went, oh, I, 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 I just stick, I stuck a little stick up his ass. Anyway, his ass? Well, yeah, I just well, I tickled it. You know, oh, I, went, I, I thought you were trying to give it to him to eat. No, no. He was eating the trees. <laughs> I'm down here, and he's way... And I went, I go, he, goes, he went, and I go, oh, no. We're <laughs> in doing? big... And then mania. I, I just remember Craig and I just go... Now you go, now I go, I'm dead. Because you can feel the, the earth moving. It's like an earthquake. We're dead, we're dead, we're dead, we're dead. And I go, oh, we really, we really, we really push the envelope this time. And I'm going, (laughs) and I'm on this side, Craig's on that side. And Brett, luckily, he has the camera, he got the picture. He has it in reverse. And this elephant's chasing us up the road. They run faster than us. Yeah, no shit. They're lazy. And and I'm just going, oh, gosh, 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 what a dummy, dummy, dummy. They told me, don't do this. And I'm jumped in this window. Craig jumped in that window. And you can see in the blur of both of us. And Brett's taking the picture in reverse. The elephant would have got us. He chipped over his trunk. No way. You got the picture. You got, yeah. And uh, people Rich don't believe a, a He's actually standing stepped on his, on his trunk and tripped. And oh, it went right over? Well, yeah, he st- it stopped him. No way. And we lived. <laughs> oh, mate. Uh, that's an insane story. It I don't was, know it was why very you would stupid. go up and smack a full-grown elephant Well, I didn't in the smack it, I tickled it. Yeah, do it well, either way. <laughs> I, I you know, it was lame. Yeah, it was. But, mate, were you naked? I saw a photo of you yeah, running naked. Yeah, we, we were in loincloths. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a photo, I'm like, why is he naked running now, away we from this elephant? No, we were in loincloths and we were pretending we were Africans. <laughs> oh, we were pretending man. we were... That's, uh, okay, that's a good one. Well, mate... Uh, tour life. Yeah, there you go, tour life. Cool. So, Rich, you also wanted to tell me about a little shark theory that yeah. you had because you've been surfing uh, all of your life. You've been a fish, you know, fisherman, spear fishing and diving and that. So, you, you mate, you've got a, a good a handle on um, on all marine animals uh, as good as anyone. So, what's what's the theory on sharks that you wanted to share with me? Well. Um, when I was 15 in 1970, I was living, you know, I was so just, I was just so stoked. You know, surfing was my life. Pretty much solo guy because um, I live by the beach and, you know, all my other friends were in different sports and this and that. But for, so it was my my little thing. I'd surf every day um, at Newport, at the um, River Jetty, Newport River Jetty down the street. And um, my dad got a job offer. They were separated from my stepmom and all that, which I was kind of, well, that was good. I was yeah. stoked. <laughs> so then, so then my dad got a job offer to develop some harbors, help develop harbors in Australia. And I've right. never, I didn't know anything about Australia then. It's only, um, you know, bits and pieces. And I think Nat Young and Wayne Lynch were the only people 
in America that we knew because we're America's like a bubble. So we think yeah. it's Americans always think they're the center of the, the world. They, yeah. they even think the Garden of Eden was born there or something. I don't know. That's how, that's how <laughs> you got to, you know, think how they think they just don't yeah. know outside. It's all being, I, I really didn't know much about Australia, but I read a few things and, um, they said sharks. Everybody gets eaten by sharks. There's so many sharks in Australia. Yeah, right. And my dad goes, Hey, hey, Rick, we're gonna go uh I got a job in Australia. Uh, you know, what do you think about that? No, no, Dad. I love serving judge. Uh, please, please, I was crying. Don't get it. I don't want it. Please, no, no. And I and I go, Dad, I really and I really was crying. I go, Oh, that was the end of me. I go, I'll never surf again because I got eaten. And my dad goes, yeah, calm down, calm down. I'm, they said, if, does it really bother you that much? I go, oh, I'm absolutely terrified and frightened, Dad. And he goes, well, tell you what. Why don't you, since you're frightened, why don't you learn something about them so you become fascinated? And maybe the more you study something, then you can get over the, this fear. Yep. And in, I, in my English class, I had to, at the end of the semester, we had to have a thesis, and you, you had to have ideas. And I would have failed anyway because the day-to-day part, I, I go, oh, fuck this shit. You know, my mind's wandering everywhere. Yeah. You know, drawing, surfing things on my notebooks. Yeah. <laughs> but all of a sudden I go, well, that's an idea. And because I was so scared that I started getting all the research I could, um, negative and prose and, and, and not just a fiction type, but I really want the Ricky Grigg and oceanographer guy. And I started studying all the shark attacks and, and getting the data and who got attacked, when, where, and how, and all these things. And I, you know, so I had, um, you know, the whole semester, about six months to work on this. And I was finally, I got into something that interested me. And the more I learned and I started collecting books and this and that, I go, wow, okay, this is cool. This is cool. And, and, and I got, I just became absorbed. And I think the best part of that, um, you know, was I got less scared and because I was, so then I started diving and with little sharks and things, and I tried to pet them, and they'd get scared of me. Yeah. Like, you know, like dogs. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, and then I started saying, you look them in the eye, and they go, ah, I don't want to be with you. Ah. Yeah. You know, and then, so I, I collect, I still have right now, I just have this, that was just my little hobby to collect anything on sharks, shark attacks, that. I still have them um, in my, my little archive thing. Yep. And, I started learning that there's experts and non-experts. It's, you know, some guy says he's an expert and he's studying in the University of Colorado, which is 3,000 miles from the ocean. Yeah. I'm going, well, how can you be an expert just because you got a university degree? You're fucking a mile high in a mountain. Yeah. And but you're not listening to the fishermen. Yeah, yeah. You know, just yep. because they don't have a degree, they're not they're not experts. Yeah. So you have to weigh this up and down, up and down, and um take both sides, pros and cons, and then come to your own conclusion. Yep. But the, it's the scare, you know, like jaws makes you scared and all these newspaper articles. They just, they just throw out that because they sell papers. Yeah. And so I actually finally, I got an A on this thesis, which brought my grade up to a C. So I didn't fail. Oh, so yeah. that balanced that out. So <laughs> balances is the whole key here. So what, and, um, what, what, what conclusion have you come to? My after conclusion all is that they're, you, you know, you have to have a respect for them, be aware of, of the conditions, but um, they're just as scared as you as, as we are. And, and they're just like, like I say, they're just like dogs, you know, and they're territorial. You get some territorial times and there's, there's um, eating times, which you, you've got to know all these and you, you got to 
you know, sense the vibe and, yeah. and not being a hippie, but there really is, you, you just get this inner sense like, eh, maybe, maybe not. And, and I don't get them too often, but when I do, yeah, I, I, I take heed. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I'm so now I'm fascinated and not frightened. Um, and after I, my dad said, okay, we won't move to Australia. You know, you're scared of sharks. I got ran over by a car. Yeah, exactly. Right after. Straight up. There you yeah. go. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you're supposed to be scared of scar cars? Yeah. Well, you should be from the so Exactly. Of um, <laughs> so what I'm just saying is um, when you're frightened, become informed and research it and, and it, it, it become fascinated and always respect them because um, that's, that's what it's all about. And there, the, the chances are, you know, m minuscule. Yeah. I don't care how many times, you know, you, we're always in the ocean all the time. Yeah. And somebody's going to get hit by lightning or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's going to happen. Yeah. And, but don't, and don't turn your back on things. If you ever do see one, look them in the eye. Oh yeah. That absolutely. That, that cause that's the stocks off. That's but luckily, those abalone I, divers uh, got the shark yeah, eye stickers, so you reckon they're pretty good. I know you've painted eyes on oh, the ass yeah, of your wetty. Okay, the eyes. That's a, that, no, that was. Um, that's why I think we got to this point. So everybody's getting stripes of stripes, um, and I got the deluxe house paint. Yeah, and I've known about this years ago because the Valerie Taylor, all the Australian people, they they've been doing and and Jacques Cousteau, they have all their little things that so they go based the sea snake or whatever. Yeah. But accidentally, because I'm such a bad painter, I painted this house thing on, on my wetsuit. Yep, your stripes. And, and not yep. stripes, because, you know, I'm a pretty messy guy. Because <laughs> you're and going I, a million miles an yeah, hour. Yeah, <laughs> and then well, I went underwater, and um, I was diving with, uh, somebody took a picture of me, or, or filmed it, and you could see that instead of a big black blob, I look like a school of um, Skippy. Oh, yeah. Now, if you ever go and look at all these great white pictures... You look around, there's a school's of Skippy following him all the time. Yep. He's not interested in the Skippy. He wants a big fat blob of, yeah. of, uh, of black something. seal meat. A black seal meat. He, need, he needs that, that fat because it takes so much energy just to get that one thing. If he misses, yep. he's, he's, he's got to regain his Rejuvenate. energy. Rejuvenate. Yep. So I thought I was doing the sea sink thing, but when I looked at it, I looked through the water, the filtering, because I don't know if they see colors, yeah. but they, know they have a good smell. But I just. I don't look like a solid thing. I look like yep. a school of broken up something. Yeah, broken up exactly. Yeah. Yep. And um, so that was my theory. Now people are, you know, doing that black and white thing. Yeah. Way after I've been doing this for years. Yep. Yep. And my only way to say that is right. I haven't been eaten yet. So yeah, that's right. That's how I do it. I paint my boards and weddies. Been doing it for yeah, a yeah. while. And but you don't need to be such a pinstripe. You could get it a little loose. You don't have to be perfect. Oh, mate, mine aren't perfect. I'm I'm smashing it on as well. Yeah. On my yeah. boards, I do it clean just because yeah. I want my board to look good. Yeah, yeah. But on my wetsuit, it's pretty rough because it's just a contrast. It yeah. doesn't need to be neat. It just needs to break it up. And, and the eye thing that that was from all these people like um, Valerie Taylor and Ron Taylor, I think, and um, Jacques Cousteau and all these other guys. Yep. Be, you know because. The great white sharks, he's the stalker predator like a wolf or a lion as opposed to a tiger shark. He'll just eat anything. So so I don't know if this theory is going to work on that because they, they're the dustbin. They'll eat your kitchen, you know, they'll yeah, eat the yeah. refrigerator. Yeah. They, they just, when they're hungry, they just eat anything. Yeah. But I'd say for the predatory white pointer, the eye contact is, oh, the stock's off and I can't, I can't scare you. Yeah, the game's up. I, the game's up and yeah. I'll go get somebody easier. 
Yeah, yeah. So that's my theory. I'm not yeah. saying it's right. Yeah. Well, that's what the abalone divers on the south yes. coast to come up with the shark eye stickers. They're running yeah. that. So, and I, I, I to I put, me, that's that's. Good. I just, I just put the shark eye stickers and the stripes on. I think, yeah. oh well, double up, whatever. double up. And I know you painted some dodgy looking eyes on your ass, yeah. your wetsuit. <laughs> Pretty small ass, so they're small eyes. But well, uh, <laughs> I tell you what, still haven't been eaten. Exactly. And then if we do get eaten, at least we've done our part for science. And yeah, go, we've done our part. Of science. Okay, and go, that, oh, that doesn't that work. That part's eliminated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're doing our bit. Yeah, good uh, on you. That's cool. Good one, mate. <laughs> okay. Um, Richie, you've got uh, one more little bonus story for me here, mate, uh, Ooh, about a, a little surfing or windsurfing expedition to the UK. Tell us what um, happened there. Well, I didn't really, really wasn't going to the UK, but we were doing this windsurf trip um, for a contest from – so we had – the the Hawaiian team, so they we had to fly from Hawaii to New York, to London, and to you know um, South Africa, and London was a you know transit area. Yep. And we had heaps of gear back then. That's probably why I, I quit Windsor beyond that. I go couldn't. Yeah, uh, so take, see all that. Yeah, that's what we had. Wow, like they can't see yeah. it. But. Massive pile. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you've got all your and masks so, yeah, and sails, you know, and then we have to go, you know, you know. To London, I've never seen such a big airport. So I had to go from one terminal to the next, this and next, and going like this and that. And um, I've never been a pot smoker. I mean, I don't mind people smoking it. It just doesn't do anything for me. But I just, yeah. I just not just, it's just fine. But yeah. I just doesn't do anything for me. So I don't, yeah. you know. Yeah. But all my friends do it. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. It like they're, the they're 80s or whatever, and you're all surfers. Yeah. yeah they were here. Yeah. Give Richard joint. Hey, you want something? I go no, no. And they, that makes him feel generous because yeah. the other guy is he's just crazy. Please give it to me. No, yeah. it, it, you know, and that makes him feel like, oh, yeah. I offered it to somebody who didn't want it, so I'll yeah. take yeah. the rest. Type. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had their number. Yeah. Not the number that you're talking about, but yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So, um, <laughs> so me and my friends, um, I better not say their names, but they're unreal guys. Just yeah. Well, it may or may not have happened, Rich, so yeah, who cares? Not, it probably didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but um, one was taller and one was medium sized, and I was a small guy, but I was probably... I'm not the cleanest cut guy, but I was the cleanest cut of them. They, you know, they were all scruffy and this and that. And um, we're walking down. They all, I was in the middle, and then they go, mm, and all of a sudden these undercover guys in in the terminal goes, okay, guys, you. And I go, okay. And they go, you, the little guy. I go, yeah, what? Come with us. And I go, okay, whatever. And, I, and he goes, bring your stuff. You guys... You're, you're cool. What? So the other three or four mates? Yeah, yeah no, the, my other two friends. Uh, two? The, yeah. the, you know, the, the hoofers. Yeah. yeah. So they're going, oh, oh, oh. and I don't know any, you know, I, you know, I don't know if they had something on. I, you don't even know. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what was going on. Yeah. There's a good chance I had a little bit of personal on them. Though, I kind of think so. Yeah. <laughs> so I go with these guys in this room and we go down these aisles and they're, they're dickheads, man. They're just full on copper coppers, but yeah. in, you know, not in cop uniforms. And they go, yeah. okay. But in the eighties, you know, like you little prick, and I go, what? You little you go, surfy prick, yeah, Malibu, yeah, whatever. And they go, get it, get it, take off your clothes. I go, what? And he goes, take off your clothes, mate. Just and I go, jeez, okay, well, whatever. Now and they bend over. Go, oh, no. What? Spread those cheeks. Oh my! And and they got a torch and they're shining and they go, heart, no more. And they go, what the? F-? I go. And they go, oh, that's it. Okay, put your clothes on. Get the hell out of here. And um, you're, and I go, God, it's disgusting. And then they, my clothes are all they, out of my suitcase, thrown all over the place. You know, they, they went rifling through it. And they, big mess. And they go, get the fuck out of here. 
So I parked in the back door. That was disgusting and embarrassing, humiliating. Yeah. Get back out. There's my friends going, hey, Rich, what's going on? I go, these guys are looking at my butthole. <laughs> I go, for what? I go, I don't know. And they, yeah. and they go, do you think they were looking for pot? I go, well, maybe. Probably. Why? I don't know. Shoot. I never had, why would yeah. I know? I yeah. mean, gosh. Yeah. Just get out of here. Yeah. Get me on the flight. I don't ever want to come back. Oh. And they go, but you know, we're coming back in two months. I go, oh, well. You know, hopefully these guys won't be working that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. So we go into our trip down. But, and I mean, keep in mind, in the 80s, you know, pot was still frowned upon by authorities. Oh, a fair yeah. Bit, and surfers were still a degenerate outcast, yep. weren't they? So they would have just looked at you guys yeah, they and looked going, at oh, us these and guys are packing drugs for sure. Yeah. You know, that's what they're and thinking they, they when they're thought, looking at you. they thought, you know, well, yeah. get the, you know, they thought I was a meal. So. Yeah. And then, so we get down, we're, we're, you know, we're in so South get, Africa for two months doing our windsurfing thing and traveling and, and exploring and all this. Yeah. And and these guys are smoking pot. Yeah, and the I'm whole going, time. Durban poison, just smash. Yeah, it. whatever. I don't know what they got. I don't know if they <laughs> brought what, it. Yeah. I, I don't know what. But, so I'm rolling down the window to stick my head out because I just don't want to. Don't want to get stoned passively. I just yeah, I just don't like being That's that. It's not way. your thing. Yeah. And um, I would have kept the windows up. Personally, yeah, yeah. But, know, they, they were laughing because they just knew it. They go, they just thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah. And but if, when I get, if I get stoned, I just fall asleep and get stupid. And then I, you know, yeah. I, so that's why I don't like it. I, yeah, that's fair enough. And um, yeah. I'd rather be awake and see what's going on. Yeah, that's cool. And have a beer. Yeah. So, but they knew it. So they're all, they're good friends. And they, they, yeah. So it, they, I think they get really creative when they are on it because they seem to be really awake. Yeah, it affects but, everyone differently. Yes. Yeah. And so we did that two months. We had a blast. Went through Kruger Park chasing elephants and yeah. things and they're getting chased by him okay you're going home okay then going transit through uh we're on south Af- Af- Amer- african airlines in the no smoking area in the back the, the two back um things are no smoking and everybody's smoking gunstons in the whole plane so it's all passing yeah yeah so okay whatever whatever that's about then yeah. we land in london again have to transfer to get to jfk and in, yep, in New America. York. Yep. Same old thing. Okay, well, that we totally forgot about what happened on the way there. Yeah, yeah, that was two months Dude, ago. Okay, yeah. I walk in the middle, still kind of, kind of clean cut, you know, had a tan, shaved, you know. Yeah. Like, they didn't even really grow whiskers anyway. These guys were <laughs> <laughs> scruffy. They smelled. Just, they had that. What do you, what's that st- snuff? You know, their chocolate. They look like I had chocolate um, lines coming down their thing because I remember they got some snuff. They were snorting it. Oh, really? On the plane. It just, yeah. Just. What's, grog, what's gro- gross? Just grotty, 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 smoking you know, poison. Twenty-four hour plane yeah. what's, ride. What's snuff? You know, it's um, it's a tobacco. I think you know, like the, the British guys goes, oh dear, oh, oh, they're not. Really? <laughs> <laughs> these guys thought it was like so they're brown just coke. smoking ciggies and yeah, and, and, and snorting, snorting tobacco, smoking Durban poison. Oh yes, whatever. Feral beards and probably got some Durban poison. Oh, in they smell horrible. Yeah, you know, just you know, no, no one watched their feet for like. You know, that's how he cleared the thing. I remember my one friend, he took his shoes off to clear the whole seat so he could lay down. Everybody <laughs> go, Ooh, we're out of here. And then here we go, down the with gear again. Can't wait to get home. Hey, you! Who? Me? Yeah, you, the little one. Get over here. <laughs> what? You got it. Come on. Not again. Get the fuck in that room. Take your clothes off. No way. Okay. It's not the same guys. No, different ones. Take clothes up and bend over. Oh, no. Okay, no. Lower and spread those cheeks. Oh, and I'm my. going, what? I go, and they got the torch. I go, oh, you guys are, I, you know, I, I can't, I don't know if you're allowed to say this in nowadays because all this stuff, but. Yeah. 
You're a bunch of fags. What are you guys? What the what what is going on? Well, you were a good-looking young rooster, Rich. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going. You guys got to be kidding me. <laughs> and and I go, this is so embarrassing. It's just this is gross. It's, I'll never ever come to England again. I never even stepped outside <laughs> the transit area, so I'm not. But I'll never ever, and I've never been back. Yeah. And they go take, and they again threw all my stuff. Okay, yeah. gave me some toilet paper. Wipe your ass. Oh, and I'm going, <laughs> oh, you know, and I just went, oh, and then yeah. Your feral mates with probably, and they got out Scott clean. They're still yeah, smelly up probably there. Probably got two ounces. Go, hey, Rich, who you again? Yeah. Go fuck. What do, you, what do you guys have on you? Come on. Yeah, man. yeah. They probably then, got two ounces of Durban yeah, poison yeah, in their and, board and, bag. And then they go, hey, well, and then we went on the fl- clean on, the, you know, going back to New York, and they go, oh yeah, Rich. Usually they pick out the guy. Go- they probably thought we had something, so they probably thought we put it on you because you're the mule. You're the clean cut yeah. looking guy. And yeah. I go, but. That's back and forth. Come on, I don't want to travel with you guys anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever went anywhere no, again. Uh, that's that, so I haven't been to England. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. And I, I don't mean to say anything derogatory against, you know, people's sexuality. So yeah, the word right, whatever. That, so, at that moment, the I world's had, gone crazy in that days. I used, these days, they so call whatever. them cigarettes. F A G is a cigarette. But yeah, yeah. back then, I just go, come on. Yeah, yeah. Don't what do are you guys? Yep, yeah, they were keen for a piece of Malibu. There's no Woo! doubt about it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Jeez, okay. <laughs> my goodness okay so hopefully um so i guess in the end I, all i want to say is i've that ne- nothing is condoning um drugs or alcohol i just everything i've ever done is because probably the adhd i never really i wouldn't have done all these things if i thought about it and i learned that from jumping off cliffs and waterfalls and the longer you stand there this one guy goes, you keep sitting there thinking about it, you'll now jump. So from that moment on, he was right, because I wouldn't have jumped. So yeah. I, you just jump. So I think that's been my whole thing is um, it's not for attention or anything, because don't forget, we didn't have Instagram. We don't take pictures. But I probably wouldn't have uh, attempted or, or done anything if I didn't jump first and, and try to figure it out in the air. <laughs> and that's kind of... You know, it's not the same for everybody, but that's how I've always dealt with things and why a lot of these things happen that don't happen to most people. And I've been lucky to, you know, think while I'm flying in the air, kind of like a cat. So you land on your feet. And yep. sometimes I've landed not quite on my feet. So <laughs> yeah, I, just I reckon you've of, always landed on your feet personally. Well, but, I just um, think that some people go, why is it always having that guy? And, and they might call bullshit that this stuff, you yeah. know, happened, but, um, Things did did happen to me. I'm very lucky that, and I've had a lot of adventures, and it's there've been misadventures. Um, they're it the best adventures. Yeah, but yeah. they're adventures. Yeah, for sure. So, and I'm alive <laughs> for the moment. You're very alive. <laughs> Sitting here in the shed quarters, the Barreled Podcast studio, and uh, I've been thinking about my health lately a little bit. What about you, T-Bone? Mate, AG, Athletic Greens, 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source nutrients in one convenient daily serving. How can you beat that, Azzy? No, it's a good start to the day. Uh, I, I went a couple of weeks up north without it, unfortunately, Ooh. and uh, now I'm back home and i got a fresh pack and, uh, yeah, look forward to my morning routine, straight out of the shower and into some AG1 gets me on the right track early yeah. in the morning. Hook into it first up and its uh, benefits are ongoing. So, uh, yeah, take control of your health these days and get into Athletic Greens. 
get onto athleticgreens.com forward slash barreled podcast. Get yourself a whole bunch of bonuses and goodies and look after your health. Support the podcast. You. You. You're listening to Barreled Surf Podcast and I'm Kelly Slater. Hey, T-Bone, have you, um, have you tried the new Cheeky Monkey Kolsch? I certainly have, mate. Very refreshing beer. I guess it's a bit of an entry point for the uh, craft beer drinkers amongst us, Azzy. What do you think? Yeah, it's good, mate. Uh, we all love their big over-the-top flavours and alcohol con- content that comes with the craft brewery world. But the Kolsch is one of those ones that's more sessionable. Uh, comes in at 4.2. It's a bloody quality beer, just like the rest of Cheeky Monkey. It's uh, in beer speak. It, come, it says on the can, noble hops. Naturally carbonated. Its aroma is bready, subtle spice. It's really just a easy drinking, fucking good honest Kolsch. Yeah, cheeky monkey. You, you. Sounds good. I feel like a bit of a cheeky monkey <laughs> after a couple cheeky monkeys. <laughs> good afternoon, bone with a T. How are you, mate? I am bloody excellent, mate. It's been quite chilly, and you know what? It, you know what happens when it gets chilly in the southwest. Light the fire. You put on a big wetsuit and you drink red wine. I do, mate. And do you know what wine I've been drinking lately? I'm assuming Forrester. It's the best. Damn straight. The Lifestyle Shiraz, a plump, soft and textured mouthful with silky tannins. Ooh, that does sound nice. I do love a plump mouthfeel. <laughs> a seriously elegant and complex wine that is more Syrah than Shiraz. It's bloody it, beautiful. And it's more of their uh, it's more of their average man range, uh, um, in economically speaking. But it's uh, what, what it lacks a premium in, product. It's still a premium product. What it lacks in a big price, it makes up for in a in a big mouthful. It's quality stuff. Forrester Winery on Wildwood Road. It's a fantastic establishment. Get behind them, everybody. Yeah, Forrester. Yeah, Forrester. Yeah, Forrester. Okay, so. This is a standard issue warning. We are sitting here with Richie Myers. There's a lot of stories coming your way, but I think it's more valid than ever to say that any of these stories may or may not have happened. They could just be for the benefit of the listener. So any of these stories may or may not have happened. Is that correct, Richie? That's correct. You could be a total liar. I could be. Probably not. I don't... (laughs) but you know how it goes in this day and age. Um, you you got to cover your tracks. Yeah, so enjoy the stories. They're going to come thick and fast. Yeah. Um, but they may or may not have happened. Yeah. Thanks, Richie. Cheers, brother. Okay, good on you. Thank you, uh, Ads, and all you guys out there. And um, try to think before you jump. <laughs> not like you. Yeah, don't be like me. <laughs> yeah. So, mate, I'm sure you've travelled the world and surfed everywhere. Let's uh, try to round this one out with okay. um, how the hell did you end up in the southwest of WA? Well, it wasn't for surfing. Um, that That's the thing people ask me, are you here for surf? Um, no, but I threw, you know, I got a, I met that South African wife that I was with in, in Maui. I met her in that after this, and she's one that's uh, stupid. Yeah. So she married... Um, we got married and, and we lived in Maui. Yeah. And, but, you know, it didn't really work out. I think um, I loved her, but, you know, it didn't really work out. So her mom told her to marry a rich American. Yeah. But my name is Rich. So she thought that'll do. No, but then it didn't do because she did. <laughs> she went, no, I meant the money. <laughs> so that was all right. So then, um, and I met Dave Sheen. 
Um, oh, in yeah. 1988, he was a windsurfer from WA, which I didn't know where it was. Yeah. And he came with Joss, which is Reese's mom. Yeah. And I met her there. And then I guess later on, that's how I knew her or whatever. I met her in Bali. And I, after <clears throat> Angie, my South African wife said, oh, okay. Um, well, it's not working out. And I didn't really know that, but everybody else did. So yeah. then I ran into Joss. And she wasn't with Dave anymore, and I met her in Bali, and then we hooked up. Right. And then Reef came along in between that hookup. Your, your first son, yeah. And, and then, um, so we were living in, um, he was born in Maui, so we were living in Maui, and Dave Sheen ended up going out with my South African wife. Ex-wife. So it's kind of Bob Tenkel and Alice. Yeah, right. And it was all good. Yeah, yeah everyone so, was happy, so, so he just swapped, everyone's happy. just swapped wives, basically. Sort of. Yeah. Um, he never married her. But, okay. but then, um, you know, so the marriage didn't work out in Hawaii, and and Joss, she wanted to, she didn't feel comfortable in Hawaii, um, for you know, fair enough reasons. Were you living in the same house as your ex-wife at the time? With, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't good. So, so, yeah. so I rented a room to her, and um, so you and when I was at work, I think I think that wasn't that's. Don't ever do that. Yeah. So don't ever live with your ex-wife. Yeah, don't have your wife and your ex-wife live together and they tell and the, things. Uh, yeah, no, that sounds but like that was But if fun. anyone could do it, Richie, it is you and obviously you did. So Yeah. <laughs> and, and so then, you know, so then she moved back I, I, and I had a brief and I wanted to be with my, you know, I just, my son and there was nothing more important. So Joss was very, um, it was all good. We're still married. So I came here to be with my son. And even if they lived in Alice Springs, I'd go to Alice Springs. Yeah, but yeah, for just sure. Sur- so happened the surf was good here. Oh, so that was a bonus. But the whole thing was that's what. And then I met Anne, who I love, and we had another kid. And she had four. So I'm a father of six yep. instantly. But it all turned out very well because, like I said, it doesn't matter where Reef, you know, or Josh would have been from Alice Springs or whatever. I would have been there yeah because nothing's more important than growing up with with the kids kids yeah and, sick, and, um, man. fair call i just think i'm blessed to be so lucky that it all worked out yeah for sure um, it did so it's all everything's a positive oh mate it just seems like uh you uh mr teflon mate it seems like shit just does not stick to you richie uh i do i mentioned that earlier you, you you're a very lucky guy and I'm very lucky i'm and, very i'm very and, appreciative too by yeah me. you are mate but as very i say good. like you create your own luck and it's your energy and froth and enthusiasm for life that has granted you all these awesome opportunities and mate i mean that in a good way that you know shit doesn't stick to you mate you've <laughs> you've lived a wild and wonderful life and every time there's bumps in the road. You seem to just come up trumps. It's fucking hilarious. And, uh, man, I'm, I'm glad so. you end up down here because I love surfing with you. Yeah. Uh, at the local breaks, we've had some cracking surfs together. And, um, mate, I think we better tell at least one story. I know uh, about your good mate, Mo. Yeah. Uh, you've, you've been down here many years and, and charged the surf down here. These days, uh, you, you're getting on and you've got all these bloody injuries. But every single time when the waves are big, you sit there and you wait and for the right time and then you paddle out and as soon as you paddle out we're like oh okay here comes the good one (laughs) and you sit out the back further than anyone and you get one wave and it's one of the best waves of the day and you go in you're a one wave guy these days but you just nail it but mate um you've been here a while that that's now uh you know you've 
been here. Uh, you were, you weren't didn't have so many injuries uh, when you first moved here, and you became mates with a, a, a fellow surfer called Mo. Tell us a bit about him. I know he holds a bit of a special yeah. place in your heart. Well, yeah, Andrew um, Mo Mills. He was um, Steve Russo introduced me to him um, when I first moved down, and I um, he was you know very um, kind of he, he wasn't a very outgoing person, but um, I think he saw that I like to I, like I used to sur- I surf alone quite often. I used to surf the bar me by myself because I, I just kind of you know just I just kind of always just do my own thing. And he saw me out there, and he goes, um, and he knew I knew some people that did jet skiing things. Um, so he goes, "Hey, Rich, um, why don't we try this? You, if you're into the big waves, I go. I'm, I'm into it, but just on the long, you know, just." Just for our own fun, yeah. But he goes, if you, so we got hooked up, and Steve Bianciani and Damon Easto, they were getting into it, and um, they were pretty, you know, pretty good. I wasn't very good at it, but, yeah. But so, so Mo and I started learning together on the jet ski. Yeah, on the jet ski. I even we did paddling um, big waves too together. Yep. But we always would try to, you know, go to places where nobody was, so we could do our own thing and not, you know, um, get in people's way or um, you know, just learning ourselves yeah, for without sure. trying to get into the, you know, a, a photographic type of thing where, where you got pressure. We yep. just want to do our own thing. And, and Moe, he was an incredible guy. He just, no fear. I, I, he just goes, I just want big, big, big waves. He didn't care if he wiped out, but for some something about that guy, he just goes, he was just big wave, big wave, big wave. <laughs> and, and, and he would just get me out of bed and go, come on, Rich. It's good. Let's go. Let's go. And I'm. What do you actually sleep? I cannot picture you. Oh, sleeping. I sleep. I sleep so good. I'm. I'm the best you, sleeper, but I'm the best awaker. Uh, yeah, I could imagine. So you when just, I'm awake, I'm awake. When I sleep, I'm asleep. But yeah, I sleep right. unreal. Okay, I thought you'd. So, be, so no, I'm. A, I'm a, I thought you'd still be jumping around I'm, in I'm bed. I'm two stroke. <laughs> I'm a, like the tortoise in the hair. I'm the. I'm the hair. Yeah. So I just and then bang. Then I'm up. <laughs> I just all or nothing. Oh. Classic. So, so my my used to come around and just. And, oh yeah, he get, just go come rich, come rich, and I'm so. We got in it together, and I, so it, it was just cool that, that he was so into these. All he wanted to do is big waves. This is before he got sick, so he didn't have a death wish. Yeah, he just was into big waves. He was the first guy to come up with this yelling up big wave contest that you guys ended up having anyway. Oh yeah. So he was he had he had the original concept, and um, so I, I and I'm older, and I, I you know I'm just going okay, well, kind of wait waning out of that situation but he was so stoked to do it so so okay okay i remember i was building my house rich it's it's 20 foot come on and i go i remember telling chris Folson, oh man i gotta put these cladding up because i think you better go rich uh mo's gonna be bummed if you don't go go, okay (laughs) so i go out there and and it turned out to be unreal yes but but i was trying to look for excuse not to because i had other things to do but i always was so pleased that once i got out there with them um we just had some absolute scary, epic times. I mean, an absolute humongous surf with no one around. Damon's getting that 60-foot wave at the Balmy. Uh, at Cowboy Balmy. Yeah. Mo and I were down at Gas Bay Balmy and the Margaret River Balmy by ourselves. Yeah, had to launch at Kill Carnup. And, you know, fuck, that was as hairy as it ever gets. Wow. It felt like... Um, but then uh, you get really close to each other, and um, Mo had some... He would go go. He had some horrendous wipeouts where I wasn't able to get the jet ski in to get him. Yeah, and I, he would 
just get keen. Yeah, and, and he pretty up. limited flotation devices then we too. We didn't have any. Didn't have any at all. Yeah, so he goes, where's my gate? I go, well, there's no channel. So I go, oh, shit, sorry, Bob. <laughs> Fuck, why do we keep going to these places with no channels? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he just goes, oh, do it again, do it again. So I go again. And then, so he was just fearless. He was at, at I mean, he would just go out outside Mama's or something and just, or outside, yeah, he, or, or uh, rabbits. Just, he just want the big freaking gnarly ones and he wanted to try different things. He wanted to do, the um, I think he called it the the swag. It's like going an El Rollo in the tube. You hold the rail and you go around the tube with it. So he used to try that shit. Yeah, right. He Mad just, dog. He was he was crazy. Crazy. But and unfortunately, he got skin cancer. Yeah, he? then he got skin cancer at an early age, and his father did at the same age when he was seven. And it was hereditary, and um, oh, it was just the saddest thing, and and. and and he, and he obviously got well, onto it too it, late. So he goes, he? okay, Rich. Um, I, I, he was very um, forthcoming about it. He goes, I'm dying. And he goes, it's just the way it is. He's, he goes, did, I, what, I've been dying for so many years. I was so many, so many months. Can you... So we started. I started filming him. Um, I'm not a very good photographer, but I'd go to the beach <laughs> at, at uh, you know, Bears or something. I'd just start taking pictures of him. He goes, that's a fucking shitty picture. You don't know. <laughs> you clicked the wrong time. Like, okay, well, sorry. I'm trying. Yeah. So we did that, that, and that for his son Henry. Yeah. And then, and Steve Russo was helping us too. Oh yeah. And Steve still has it, but he passed away, so it's all hidden in these. Yeah. Freaking, um, movie. We want to get it out somehow. By the way, um, they're having a Steve Russo thing on the twenty first. Okay. So that so. Did he just not get onto the skin cancer quick enough? No, or? he. And that that's the saddest part because it was the holidays. So he didn't want to bother the doctors because, oh, you know, it's coming in December. Oh, I'll do it after. So he kind of procrastinated. And and back then, the doctors go, oh, I'm on holiday, so you die. Yeah. So he did, and so basically, that's what happened. Well, if so he would have gone on to it, he um, could have got it. But he he just didn't want to bother anybody. Wow. Um, he was hectic. That was so gnarly. And then, so, mate, I've already had a few cut out of myself. Yeah. I'm about five or six down, and I, I get checked every six months. So, well, keep on everyone it. out there, man, keep it's on it. Different. Yeah, it's gnarly. Mo um, was too nice of a guy to. He didn't want to ruin the doctor's vacation. Wow, that's so sad. And that's the bottom line. Man, that's heavy. Well, mate, on a more uplifting note, then I'm sure you've got plenty no, of stories. No, he's lovely. He's lovely. So, yeah. I'll just say this. Yeah. Um, I did that for him because I promised him. And that was the best I've ever done in my life. All the is, photos and that. And he was, was he just charging recklessly towards the end of his life? Um, no, not really. Not recklessly. That sounds like he, a he was a anyway. smart guy. Yeah. He just he he just loved big waves. Yeah, sick. Well, mate, let's uh, talk about how once he did die, um, he was cremated, and you were holding on to his ashes. Yeah. Uh, for a pretty long time, maybe six or seven years. Five years. Five years. Yeah, and in the museum. In the museum, which is a pretty cool little area yeah. of one of your sheds. Yep, dedicated yeah. to Mo. It's pretty epic. Um, mate, yeah, we had a huge, huge swell. It was like a three-day swell here yeah. about uh, five years ago. That was gnarly. And it was the by far the biggest and best yelling up I've ever seen in my 20 years of, of yep. living here. It was Absolutely. It was huge, man. It was 15 to 18 feet Hawaiian, I reckon. 40-foot faces. Yeah, it was huge. And it was tubing. It was and, uh, mate, tell, tell us about that day. What happened? Well, that day, you guys, um, every colleague and Pat Bloomer said, hey, Rich, this is the day. You better do it. And 
I just went, and I had a friend from Hawaii, and I go, all of a sudden, something clear, I go, yeah, I got to do it, and, and um, I just went blank, I go, I cut everything out of my mind. You got to do it's what? It's the time to do, tow him in, that I promised I would tow him into a big tube. I've waited five years, I tried a few times. So you, so you promised you were going to tow his ashes into a into huge Into a big tube. barrel. Yeah. And you know, yelling up, it doesn't always barrel. Yes, it doesn't. And it's got to be the right swell. When it's 15 foot, it does. <laughs> yeah, but you never know which wave is going to be the barrel or this or that. Yeah. Um, I've tried it with Dave Sheen a few years, and, and we go out in these big waves with the jet ski and all this, but it never was the right day. So five years, like I said, it's going to be, a, I don't want to just go on a mushy wave. No. And I only had one chance. And so finally, you guys called me up. and um, That was me and uh, you Jeff and, North. and Northy. Yep. And I just, I go, we got to do it. And, um, you know, I, I kind of just remember we put him in the, the bag and all that, Northeast house <laughs> to get everything ready. And I go, I wanted to have my boat. And you guys, I didn't want to just be a bunch of us on the jet ski. I wanted yeah. to have a mothership. Yeah, well, you said that gear. you and him always used to go out surfing off your, you used to take your ski and your boat. Yeah, with as you. the boat in, was always the mothership to yeah. keep things on and, and just have So a, you're like, I want to launch my boat because that's what me and Mo used to do, yeah. despite the fact that the boat ramp had like three foot waves oh. smashing into it. And oh, <laughs> it was I think I'm that because yeah, it went was, up. It was like Noah's Ark at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so that was heavy. And then when that started off, I go, oh, and then Northy was really cool. He goes, let's push it back down. And we did it. And then the jet ski went off. We got to do that. Yeah. And my motor, which it, it, everything was going wrong, wrong, wrong. It was looking gnarly, gnarly. Yeah, but I was we, still we got weed stuck in there or oh, something, weed, didn't we? Everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the ramp. Best but then, and then you guys had problems. And I met, I met you out there. And then anchored. I go, oh, there never breaks here. Yeah, you know, 13 meters, and well, everything my, was just gnarly. And then we got fish oil over the boards. Remember, I said we we're wiping off the fish oil oh, from yeah, the boat, yeah. so <laughs> all the boards were slippery. I forgot about that bit. Yeah, and um, I go, right. oh, and I just wanted to go, and I just go, just, just do it, do it, do it, do it. And, right, the, um, be- the best part about this is when we're at the ramp, and Northy was, is like, uh, he's a pretty straight shooter, Northy, very straight shooter. And, and he wanted to. Have a little safety plan because you'd towed big gals, but me and Northy actually had never towed it before oh, because yeah. it doesn't get that big very often. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, let's come up with a plan. I, I want to be really safe about how we do this. I think we should do this and we're going to warm up and we're going to test this. And you're just like, no way, man. No way. There's only one. Sh- I only got one shot at this. I'm not doing any warm ups. I only want one wave. Just tow me into the biggest fucking wave that you can find man i only need one just the biggest fucking i just look over at you and i go and to northy i go okay well he's going the first one then <laughs> and i just went i'm fucking stepping back here i'll sit on the back of the ski and just wait and see what unfolds because fucking you were jumping out of your skin and i'm like you go first so I take it from there go. yeah so we get out there you you're, you're like man i dive here all the time because we haven't even got into yeah. your diving stories there's yeah. another fucking two hours there um and you're like, mate, I anchor up here. I dive all the time. It's fucking a certain amount, how deep it is. It's, yeah. it's never, ever going to fucking break out here. So you fucking anchor up and, and, and kick me off. And I'm just standing on your boat out the oh. back. And it's like, mate, there's like 200 people on the beach yelling up. No one's surfing. It's like the swell of the fucking century. Yeah. And then uh, take it from there. What happens? You and, you and Northy take off on the ski. Well, yeah, Jeff, I, go, I just said, let's just go. And he goes, eh, it's in that and that. I go, no, I go, he's worried about some knot in the rope. I go, no, this is just, just <laughs> fucking go. I got, you know, I got, I got fish oil on my feet. I got Mo in here. 
in my thing, and I just go. I just want to go. You just, got him in a wetsuit, in a bag, yeah, in your wetsuit. Yeah, I put him in my little vest thing. Like in your, that. Oh, in your vest. Yep, you tucked in, tucked his ashes um, in there. Yep. And I just didn't. I just didn't want to go through all these little, you know, beginning, you know, things. I just want to just do it. Yeah. Uh, uh, my mind was just to do it. I was in, I go get it. I go. This is Mo Mo Mo. Mo was. I go. I was very emotional. I go, just do it, do it, do it, do it. And so Jeff. We didn't know where we were really out there. We were just going on. And Jeff's, did, I've never towed with him. That's the first wave. He goes, yeah. And he tows. And he was, he didn't think that was, he just, and I let go of the rope. And he thought, it's going to tow me out. For, and I go, I just let go. And I, you were just going. And I just, no, <laughs> I just no holding wave. you back. I just go, I felt it. Yeah. I just go, I'm, and I let go of the rope. And I, I saw the tube coming. And I just go, Mo, I pulled him out of my thing like this. Or Didn't you say, "Here we go, Mo"? Yeah, I go, "Here we go, Mo," and I'm. It's echoing inside the barrel, and I just. It was one in a like. I didn't know it just happened. Yeah, and it was. It happened like five minutes. The, the beginning of the day was. It was the eye of the the hurricane. Yeah, it, that was the calmest part of the whole day. Wow, I'm in there going, Mo, Sick. here we go, Mo, and it's echoing. Oh, it's so mental. I just went whoop, and I didn't care if coming out too. Maybe if I was more tuned up or something and got my trim right, I could have maybe made it. But that wasn't the the um, directive. That, that I was wasn't going the, for. the goal. I, I didn't yeah. care about coming out. It was getting Mo in the tube. Yeah, yeah. You didn't care about together. getting out. You wanted that to go. You wanted thing. to go down with him, mate, in the tube. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and didn't it go I, all over your face or something? You no, because no? memory's in the bag. Oh, okay. So it just went like this. Went whoa, and. You know, it kind of had that little vortex spit, you go, and it was so calm in there. I went, it was so calm. I went, it just Mate, went, foo, foo, it was, ha- it's hands down. I went, like this, <laughs> and, I went, and I popped up, and Jeff's going, Oh, hey, you're done. And, and then no wave got us. And he gets back, and he goes, You want another one? And I was crying. I go, No, nah, don't want another. Yeah, you just said, No, that's it. I'm done. He picked you up, and, and yeah. you went and, and stood on your boat. Mate, th- there's a photo, there's lots of photos of that wave, oh. but my mate took a photo. It is hands down. The biggest tube that anyone has ever packed at yelling up. There's, there's no, and if they're, I just don't I, think, I don't, I don't think, think there it was is. The biggest way, but oh, it was mate. perfect. Oh, I it don't was... know. It was fucking huge, Richie. It's like 15 to 18 feet. It's massive, and it's a perfect tube. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm calling. It, it, if anyone it was wants to a argue, great tube. if anyone wants to argue the matter, come around. I'm happy to, to pour over and get out bloody rulers or whatever. It's a <laughs> massive, massive tube. And just to know that you were spreading your mate's ashes uh, in the middle of it is just, it's easily one of the greatest things I've ever seen in surfing, mate. So fucking, woo. fucking, well, oh, I, I tell you, fucking sick. I was so stoked I to was, be a part of it. It was unreal. I was crying back to the boat when I saw you. I couldn't. It was fucking I, unreal. I was so emotional. Unbelievable. And then you just stood on the boat and, and uh, you're like, no, that's it. I'm done. And then yeah. I grabbed the rope yeah. and I surfed for like an hour and you were just hanging on the boat. And then, um, and mate, I, I did nowhere near as good as job as you. But I got oh, a couple of good a, ones. You were bigger ones. No, I didn't. Yeah, no, you had some big ones. No way. Mine was smaller. I was going a little gnarly. peck of 12 footers. And it was like, we were just dodging. The 18 footers just looked like they were going to close out. I was too scared. But oh, uh, you just packed one of them for Mo. <laughs> I did. Yeah, and mate, just and then I remember seeing lucky. this well. And, and I, we were driving back out after Northy picking me up. And I seen this swell and I thought, it's going to fucking break on Richie's boat. You were anchored. I was anchored. And, and you were just standing on the edge of the boat about to jump off the edge. And I was like, holy fuck, it's going to swallow his boat. And it just backed off. And uh, then you pulled up your anchor and, and drove off. And, and you ended up having to drive around to Cape Naturalist to Eagle yes. Bay to get because you couldn't get back in where we were. And uh, yeah, me and Northy went on and surfed the day. 
rest of the day. It was uh, easily the biggest and best day at Yelling Up I've ever seen. Ever. There was like two, 300 people on the beach screaming, no one else in the water. And, mate, for you to spread your mate's ashes in such a fashion is undoubtedly one of the greatest single things done in the southwest in, in the history of surfing. So, fucking well done, Richie. Uh, that was fucking sick. <laughs> I will post a photo um, yeah. when we release this episode to, to for everyone to see, mate. We've, we've got the proof. It's fucking mental. There's a big one, a uh, big photo of it above the uh, door at our local um, our local burger shop um, at, down at Brendo's. So, yeah, it's pretty awesome. But, mates, um, we have been going uh, an incredibly long time. There's there's ma- way more stories that I'd love to get out of you. Um, you need to write a book, man. Like, <laughs> seriously, you need to write a book. Yeah, It'll really. take a while. But you've got a lot of stories. I'd love to ask you um, a few more things, but uh, maybe we should wrap it up. I don't know. It's, it's pretty epic. We'll, we'll, maybe we'll get you back in for... I think this might be a two-part episode because it was yeah. pretty long. <laughs> We're at about three hours. But, uh, mate, we might have to get you in for the third part and... Um, I'll ask you a couple more things, like uh, uh, yeah. But thanks so much for coming in, Rich. No worries. Um, thanks, look forward to getting back in the lineup and sharing a couple of bombs out the back with you again. Yeah. And uh, I always just look forward to catching up within the car park and just frothing in the car park because uh, you spend a lot of time down in that car park, spreading the good vibes and the froth. So keep up the good work, and uh, mate, how do you keep surfing? Waves like that, even when you're old and uh, buckled. I mean, you're fit as hell, but you've got injuries. What's what's the trick? Um, it's getting so hard. I have to wait longer and longer in time. I, it's timing, and and um, I just really it's getting harder, but I can't stop. No, good. Don't yeah. stop. Never stop. <laughs> but it is getting hard. I tell you, what, it, it's a, it's getting harder. Yeah. But, um, I just can't picture my mind's wants to keep doing it. Yep. Do you do other exercises, physio or anything like that no, to keep I, going? No, I go to work and you build houses. You just go houses. to work as a chippy and climb around roofs all day still, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do that. Um, <laughs> but um, I don't really, I don't ex- do any weird physio things. Yep, yep. But um, cool. I, just, I just keep working. All right, mate. Well, thanks heaps for coming in, Rich. That was some crazy <laughs> stories. You're a fucking cool. legend, man. And, well, thanks, dads. Uh, and um, I hope everybody um, doesn't, have to go through some gnarly things like i did oh i don't know i think uh if you go through those things that come out it, it's uh <laughs> a way more exciting life than a lot of people have had yeah. but uh mate you've been listening to barrel surf podcast i'm adzy richie myers you're a fucking legend thanks for coming in peace out brother Woo. good on you guys oh that was that wasn't a fart that was a chair <laughs> <laughs>